friend Peyton Johnson. Welcome back to the Tea with P. This is my tea party. I really hope you've been doing well. I've missed doing my show this entire four months or so. Um, and as an ode to everything that we've all been going through, this series is going to be called The Quarantine with P. I'm so really excited because the show is going to look and sound a little different, and that's good. I've had a lot of time to think about it. I'm back here in my lovely hometown, and I'm not in a studio, but I will be doing the show kind of by myself, which I've always wanted to do. It's just so much more intimate this way. It's just you and me. Maybe you're cooking or walking around your neighborhood. I know that walking around my neighborhood listening to podcasts have made me feel better this entire quarantine. Or maybe you're listening alone or with a friend or a lover. And if that is the case, I am very jealous. So what's going on with me, you ask? Why, thank you. Um, If you are keeping up with me on Instagram or maybe even Twitter, you will know that I am all graduated and very sexy. I'll be 22 in a month from now, and I have been watching a lot of TV and what is happening around me in the world. I'm really excited to share my findings with you, uh, which is all you really need to know. But enough about me. Let's talk about us. I know you've missed it. We're going to get into the teapot. So, this era of history is extremely well documented, as you know. Unless you live under a rock or succumb to your white privilege, then you know about the murder of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all the riots and countless other black people who have been murdered by the hands of police. It is widely publicized, but this is a friendly reminder that the voice you are listening to belongs to a black woman, and that is with a capital B. Though it is very well documented, I really hope that you are finding news outlets more qualified than me to get your news on it. It would just be an injustice for me to not talk about it, being who and what I am. This is your reminder that today, what is it, July 2nd, around 1 p.m., that Breonna Taylor's murderers have not been arrested yet. Their names are Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove. That's all the tea that I have on that, or that I can say, if you can even call it that. It's just kind of hard for me to talk about, honestly. But I could not talk about it with a platform like this, and in today's world like this, that's kind of all of our responsibilities. We are going to move on to something a bit more lighthearted. I would like to talk about some of the celebrity graduation speeches, which brings me to my next point. Congratulations! To everyone in the class of 2020, I'm talking high schoolers, if you're listening, college students, graduate students, we've all come so far. I know I definitely feel robbed, even a little numb to some of the celebrations that we missed. But even though celebrities are kind of wilding right now, some of them have actually put out some really good graduation speeches, which I kind of appreciate because my institution didn't do the best job (laughs) with um, our little online graduation ceremony, whatever. So this is kind of supplemental. My favorite is obviously Beyonce's that was featured on YouTube. Celebrity culture right now is kind of falling, (laughs) which tickles me because celebrities have been wilding and just at large being the worst, but never Beyonce. The one woman I can always count on is her. So if you had the chance to listen or watch, I think you would agree with me. It's really uplifting. My favorite 
quote that she had, I believe her whole speech had to be maybe 15, 20 minutes long. It included, don't talk about it, but be about it, uh, which is probably one of the reasons I actually got out of my bed to start podcasting again, instead of, you know, sitting around being lazy. And it kind of restored hope. I don't know how she does it. I'm... I'm very moved. So again, class of 2020, I see you, I see us, I'm included in that. I really hope that you feel accomplished and loved and seen. And so just congratulations wherever you are. I think we're gonna make it through this in one piece. I know that's extremely optimistic, but hold on to hope. Listen to Beyonce's graduation speech. Okay, and the last thing in the teapot that I have for us today is something that you should know. What you need to know today, and what you could also probably guess, is that the police are wilding. I would like to reinstate the fact that police brutality is real. I would also like to take this opportunity to dedicate this episode to all my friends in Des Moines fighting the good fight and protesting at the Iowa Capitol. I did graduate from an institution very close to Des Moines. Uh, That's where I learned the most about myself, how to be an individual, what it meant to be black, especially in a predominantly white community. I learned the most about politics while being there. Um, It's a good time. And I still have a lot of friends based out of there who are going to protest. I really wish that I was there in the mix with you all, but I'm so proud to know everybody. I'm still, like I said, in my hometown. I'm in Aurora, Illinois. So Chicago's the closest city to me, but it's also one of the most compromised cities by COVID. And I'm back home, so it's kind of a a hard call for me to be out and about, especially as a black woman. But I do like to stay up to date and donate, and I think that's the best thing that you can do. If you are in a situation that's similar to mine. So what I would recommend doing is searching Black Lives Matter and whatever major city is closest to you on the social media platform of your choice. I know the one for Des Moines is at Des Moines BLM on Instagram. I follow it and donate to it regularly despite not living there currently because those are my people. That is a community that I identify with as well as Black Lives Matter Chicago, etc. So find what works for you. Um, Donate, be active if you're really about it. Cool. So the next segment that I'm introducing is what is Peyton watching? So if anyone out there kind of wants to make me a sound bit or something or knows how to do that, I would really, really appreciate it. But this is what am I watching? So everyone has stopped and started so many different shows this whole quarantine, and I am absolutely not an exception to that rule. I'm going to keep it current and talk about my most recent watch, even though I've watch so much TV. I'm kind of proud of myself. There was so much that I wanted to watch. That was one of the goals I accomplished. But I am watching currently The Mindy Project on Hulu. And I am obsessed. Granted, I am one of those people who is always like obsessed with something. So I don't know if that really has the same amount of weight as anyone else being obsessed with something. But I am. Uh, The show is written by and stars Mindy Kaling written in 2013, which is the era of The Office, New Girl, and Parks and Rec. You've probably heard of Mindy if you're a big fan of The Office. She used to play Kelly on that show, as well as write for it and executive produce towards the end of that run, which is phenomenal. So I would kind of consider this the golden age of comedy sitcoms, with women starring in those shows and also in the writing room, which I really appreciate. It's hilarious. So the pros of this show, for me, it's women ran. I love it. 
especially because Mindy is a woman of color, which is also a running joke on the show. Her writing is immaculate, clever. If you are white and you like The Office, it is going to have everything you like about The Office in a new setting and with a couple of new fresh ideas because Mindy isn't the only one writing for the show. I'm up to season four out of six right now. I'm really impressed. Uh, that's how quick it is. On The Office, for example, is really like bam, bam, bam during some episodes, which this has, but um, the plot is just phenomenal. She is a doctor in an OBGYN clinic and um, she's kind of navigating love. So it has romance, comedy, raunchy, and it can be up to date for the times. Like it's kind of like its own little cute time capsule. If you remember the pop culture references, Mindy is just, she's so smart. She really does remind me of the type of woman I want to be. I'm just now realizing this, but I have accidentally on purpose made liking boys a personality trait. I'm not exactly proud of it. I'm working on it, but I'm not ashamed of it either because I like boys. So that being said, the men on this show are hot. They just are. I, I really do like guys. My favorite actors include our two male leads, which are Chris Messina, which you might recognize him from 28 Hotel Rooms, as well as Ed Weeks, who is British and very attractive, super into it. And they're both very funny and delightful. It also has, let me look up his name, Ike Hor... It also has, oh, there his name is. It's also Ike Barinholtz, who I love as an actor. And he's playing just the quirkiest, most insane character ever, playing a male nurse. It's fantastic. Mindy is giving me everything I want and aspire to be. She is an actress. She is in charge of production. She's funding it. She's casting it. She's doing everything because she also has her own, um, what is that, uh, like film? What is it? What is it called? like TV production studio. She's just so phenomenal. Uh, she's just doing the damn thing as a woman of color. She writes the show. She's putting on for all different types of women. So there's dark-skinned women on the show. There's Asian-American women, which I feel like I don't get to see enough of on television. She's curvy. Like, Mindy Kaling is a bombshell on the show. Like, her outfits, her character, her persona, um, it's just so refreshing. She looks so damn good. Like, she's kind of up there with Jennifer Aniston. Not to compare her to a white woman, but like in levels of sexiness and talent and uh, just overall bossness, she's kind of she's kind of owning it. And then she adds all these hot comedian men as her love interest, which is also iconic. The only cons that I have for the show is that she's a little bit raunchy. I would not watch this with your parents <laughs> if you're that type of person. I'm always a little skeptical. Um, another con is that with early 2010 shows, every now and again, there's like a racist slip up or like, um, you know, just something that's kind of outdated. So it's kind of like a time capsule in that way again. So if you like pop culture, it's going to remind you of some things. And if you are a person that is trying to observe history and say, what's not cool, what isn't cool to say on television anymore, that's also <laughs> your go-to. But what I love about the show, because it started in 2013 and it went until 2017, is that as it goes on, it did become more responsible. And even with political correctness, it doesn't lose its funny, which I think is very, very key um, for a good artist to keep in mind. So I really do recommend it on a scale. I'm going to call this the pay baby scale. I'm not exactly sure what my ratings are, but as this podcast goes on, Hopefully, 
have a better scale for you. Um, but on the Peyton scale, Pay Baby scale, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I definitely recommend it if you have Hulu and time to start a new show. Mindy is your girl. Yeah, and that's what I'm watching right now. What I really want to do is start a series and then kind of keep you up to date as I watch it. So every week you're like, oh, she's on episode four, she's on episode 10, whatever. If you have a television show that you would love to hear me review week after week, let me know. You can email me at teawithpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'm kind of thinking about either starting Glee, like, and by starting, I mean restarting because hello, I'm a theater kid or watching Euphoria for the first time and kind of giving you my first time opinions on it. So let me know. As always, I will have some music for you on the Tea with P because it's my show. So we're going to talk about my music, what I like to listen to. This week I have My Hood by Ray Black featuring Stormzy for you. Ray Black is a British recording artist originally from Nigeria. I really like the song. Um, because it has a great sound to it, obviously, but it also reminds me of the current movement for Black Lives Matter and that it goes deeper than just in America, you know, which is so American of me to say, <laughs> to think about the rest of the world. But uh, it's reminding me that Black Lives Matter is making waves everywhere, that racism is everywhere, and that the individual is not free until we are all free. And I know that's a lot to get from this one song, <laughs> But, you know, even though I am a black woman in America, which, you know, there's so many quotes about the black woman is the most disrespected person in America, which is fair and true. I understand that I'm still in a position of privilege because I am middle class. I went and I got an education, which doesn't mean much, but not everyone has the same access to what I have the access to, you know. So uh, this just, it, it brought me a lot of joy to hear another black woman talking about her surroundings and, you know, just wanting to be one of her people, um, which is cool, which is cool. And I'm not exactly sure about, I, I don't know everything about her. I heard this on a whim by accident on Twitter, which is where we all get our news from and our new cool happenings. But yeah, it's a great song. It has easy R&B sound to it. You can vibe to, and you can hear the love that she has for her environment. I just, I just love it. It, it really kind of summarizes a nice, a nice, cool black feeling. So take a listen. This is My Hood by Ray Black, featuring Stormzy. Socks and sliders everywhere and every day. Full English breakfast at a cafe, not a cafe. No, no, baby, we don't let strangers come our way. But you should come to my hood, my hood, my hood. Paper, think blue, but it should be green. 
Caribbean shop is always rude Trying to get a tatty just to compliment my food So why you gotta tell my friends to move No, we gotta booze the food when we see the feds spin it Bear wagwans, I ain't seen you for a minute Coming from the land of wings and chicken fillets Where your friend might not be able to read But he can bill it You can see why that's a problem Any given problem Staring in my face, I'ma ask you what's the problem You can be Bane or you can be Robin But we've had a lot of dark nights Living up in Coffin Man, there's babies having babies Man, it's crazy up in my hood Shit's got me praying that I die good Where we rather buy guns before we buy books Where they left us in the dark so we like Kush There's My no place like home No place like home Buy me any ticket I don't wanna go To a town Where there's no one like me round Don't take me there Or anywhere Hey in listening to any of the music I have ever, ever, ever played on any of my shows, you can find me on Spotify at Peyton Johnson. You can look up the T with P, or for a more updated playlist version, you can type in Quarantine with P. A lot of playlists I know. I love music. Up next, I have my artist friend of the week. This week, I am talking about Mince Chan, and I would just love to take the time to thank her for all the work and all the love she puts into her work. She does a lot for the black, indigenous people of color around Des Moines. She spreads news and community and makes beautiful, beautiful illustrations. Mince is a freelance artist based out of Des Moines. She does design, illustration, like I said, and she also takes a mean photo. Mince and I have met through a mutual friend when I was singing background for uh, Molly Brandt way back when, and she kindly asked to take a photo. And since then, I have been featured in a number of her social media platforms, uh, specifically, again, on Instagram. She runs B-I-P-O-C Iowa and formerly W-O-C Iowa. And she is a pleasure to work with. She is a very uplifting spirit, and I highly implore you to seek her out and work with her because she is very rare, I think, in the artist community. And also, I think that Des Moines has such a cool, untapped culture, and Mintz is definitely spearheading that. So, thank you for being you, Mintz. She can be found at Mintz, M-E-A-N-Z, Chan, C-H-A-N, on Instagram. Thanks, friend.
Up next, I will be doing a State of the Union because I love to give people my opinion, whether or not they ask for it. But you're listening, so I know you want it. What's in this week? In is roller skating, small businesses, and zines. I've really been into skating and skate culture recently. I've always loved being on wheels in any capacity. I don't know, I've gotten back into roller skating like outside because when I come home, I usually like to go to the roller rink and I went and I bought myself a pair of Moxie roller skates, which this is not a sponsored post. I wish it was. If anyone from Moxie is listening, please let me know. I will hype it up even more because I really, really, really like that brand of skates. Small businesses, always small black businesses, big black businesses, get into it. You have Google on your phone and also zines because those are a big part of skate culture and I really look forward to making one soon. Um, Yeah, let me know. And also what it will always, always, always be in is joy. Not happiness, not contentment, joy. Keep it joyful. What's out? Misogyny, jumping to conclusions, and natural hair colors. I want you to go out and dye your hair a funky color immediately or else. This has been the State of the Union. Alrighty, and lastly, for this episode, I will be giving a mental health tip every week. I'm not gonna lie to you, I have been in a bit of a funk recently. Some might even say depressed, like unable to move, (laughs) depressed in the vein of honesty, because you're my friend and I want you to know that it's okay to be sad. I have not been able to really do anything that I used to love doing and I kind of began to recognize the signs. What's really been helping me, and this is kind of crazy, is TikTok, (laughs) which is the most Gen Z slash millennial, I don't know which thing I fit into type thing. And on TikTok, there is like this kind of like mental health hashtag. And I found the truth doctor on TikTok. And all through June, she did this kind of lesson on how to reparent yourself. And it definitely helped. And I began to journal on my own as well as that as well. So I would actually recommend for this mental health tip not to be afraid of where you get your help from. If you can't afford therapy, if you can't afford therapy, if you just need to talk to someone, Uh, This mental health tip is kind of all over the place. It'll get more organized as we go on, but highly recommend The Truth Doctor on TikTok and journaling more. So watch it and let me know what you think. Alrighty, folks, thank you for coming to my tea party. My name is Peyton Johnson, and this has been The Tea with Pete. You can follow me on Instagram at NotoriousPEY. You can follow the Instagram for this podcast at Tea with Pete, which I promise I will be updating more regularly. And I would love to hear from you, so you can email me at teawithpodcast at gmail.com. If you are interested in supporting Black business, you can look up Tea with P at anchor.fm and donate there. And I will also be posting more links to petitions and GoFundMe for various different organizations and specific individuals. Yeah, as always, keep your pinkies up high and your heads up higher. And oh yeah, Black lives always matter. Bye! Thank you.